Blog Talk Radio. So it's uh, faith-based. So you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know, a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they was pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I don't believe the Bible saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution, evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about well, totes? Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me here again today on the Atheist Roundtable. This soon to once again be weekly call-in show about atheism and agnosticism and belief and non-belief and a whole bunch of other things that normally would flow into my stream of consciousness every week. But um, I am unfortunately, uh, I am unfortunately not yet able to um, come back every week. Uh, my wife is still going through chemotherapy, and so we're going to be doing that for about another month, and then I'm going to be back on a weekly schedule. My name is Andrew Garber. I'm your host here on the Atheist Roundtable. Find me on Facebook. Send me a friend request. Go and like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable. And most importantly, most importantly, give me your oh-so-coveted five-star reviews on iTunes. I totally want your five-star reviews on iTunes. Now, last week, I went to the Reason Rally in Washington, D.C. It was amazing. You would not believe all the amazing people I got to meet, meet again, meet for the first time. It was glorious. The speeches were fabulous. The crowd was amazing. There was also uh, some people there at the Reason Rally not excited about the Reason Rally, if you can believe it. And so I went and talked to those guys for a little bit. The sound quality isn't great because there are a lot of people around. There are a lot of other people trying to have conversations with other uh, Christian protesters. And I actually ended the conversation when somebody else picked up a bullhorn. You're going to start hearing me talk to somebody with a bullhorn. That's why you can hear that, that, that person a lot more than me. And then I'm going to move on to a person without a bullhorn and have more of a one-on-one conversation with that guy. Uh, the person who the first guy references, the guy who he calls Gene, is Gene Elliott who puts on the ReasonCon conference. And if you aren't already marking your calendars to go to ReasonCon next April, then I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go to ReasonNC.com and just follow the page to make sure that you find yourself in Hickory, North Carolina, April 21st, 22nd, 2017. Be there. So that's the next thing that's going to happen for me. And right now we're going to go into the interview that I had at the Reason Rally uh, with some Christian protesters. Here we go. So you say there is no God, but then you say there's things like good? That's nonsense. That's unreasonable. You should be at the unreasonable rally. You're unreasonable to say that there's something good. What was actually interesting was someone asked me what a lunatic was today, so I was able to take a picture of you. Really no, I'm consistent. At least I'm living my life consistently with my beliefs. I keep coming across a bunch of lukewarm, uh, lukewarm atheists. I find a lot of lukewarm atheists. That seems pretty judgmental. Are you an atheist? 
Are you an atheist? Agnostic. What a sin! There's an agnostic talking about quoting me Bible verses about how everybody's guilty I've, of sin. I've probably read so, the Bible. Uh, I, don't, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. I've said, I've said clearly, uh, atheists know the Bible better than most lukewarm no, no, and phony Christians. You said you leave your life completely. Hey, Gene, how you doing, man? What's Good up, to see you. They kicked us out. Go, you've got, you've got power. You're a powerful, influential guy in the atheistic community. No, go, me, go in there and tell them. Go in there and tell them. Listen, we're 15,000 against 15. <laughs> they have nothing to fear. Hey, this it is, up it's, to me. It's free. I know. I know. You're a fair man. I like you. You're, you've always been fair. You even, you even, you even acknowledge me as, as the other. I didn't so, say words if you started insulting people. Uh, Gene, Gene knows I'm good. Gene knows I'm good, but he. He was. He was old. He was old and still an atheist. Death and in God's yeah, just spitting in his face. Get it right. I said spitting in his face. I, I fear for elderly atheists uh, because, you know, you guys, if you lived your life expectancy, you still have maybe more time to come to Christ. Maybe. You might get hit by a drunk driver. But that guy's old, and he's still an atheist, and he's hardening his heart. Are you an atheist, sir? Are you an atheist? No, I'm okay. an atheist. Amen. Amen. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let me see. In reason we trust. Let's see. What's the other side say? Is it saying oh, anything the on the back? American Human Association. See, good. good. See, you're not real. You're not real. I drove a long way to talk to some real oh, atheists. So and the word good, the word good doesn't exist if atheism is true. Gene but, knows. But Gene why, knows. Why do you say that? Why do you say that good doesn't exist? Uh, here, because uh, you, guys, you guys like science. You guys like science. So, to me, to my worldview, it does. But atheists, okay. Uh, hydrogen. If atheism is true, let's take God out of the equation. I'm here. I'm here to make you a better atheist. So hydrogen and helium. Make me a better atheist. All right. I definitely want to. That's why I'm here. Uh, hydrogen and helium shoot out into frictionless space. Plus time gives us everything that we have. So all you are, all you are, is a collection of, of these elements, of some of these elements. So you're, you're sodium, chlorine, carbon, oxygen, silicon, calcium. You're a collection of elements on the periodic table in uh, I don't know, 140 pound sack or whatever. Without you are a beautiful man. Did 140 I? pounds. Right. God damn it! I, I, I never you. worked at a carnival, and so I always try to go low. It's it's less offensive. Uh, now, really now, do any of these elements have free will? Get a shot of that, Gene. Actually, do any of these? Does sodium have free will? If I drop solid sodium into into uh, distilled water, does it have free will to choose how to react what, or not? Hold on, I'm talking to him. What is free will, though? I don't I don't understand the question. The ability to choose one thing as opposed to the opposite or something different. Sodium when dropped into distilled water, if science is true, which I believe, uh, it's going to have to react the exact same way. Sodium has no free will to react. Well, if all you are, no, no com combination of these elements have the ability to react in any other way than the way those chemicals and elements have to react. What? So you're a 140-plus pound sack of chemicals. Uh, you have no free will if atheism is true. What a moral code. What? Hey, no moral code. Before you go on, let's talk about free will for just a second. What if I don't think that what you call free will actually exists? What I'm saying is, do I have the ability to choose to kick you in the crotch or to not kick you in the crotch? No. No. I don't? No. I guarantee that if there was a cop standing here and I kicked you in the crotch and stole your wallet and car keys, you would not tell the cop uh, he had no free will. Don't worry, officer. It's okay. He had no free will to but do I'm anything different. But I'm not saying that you're not responsible. I'm saying that you don't have free will. <laughs> you're you're not even a good question. I want to talk. I'll, I'll talk to Gene. Gene drove a long way. We should have carpooled, Gene. Uh, we're, we're like uh, we're like we're like the cartoon with the uh, with the coyote and the sheepdog, you know, where we arrive at events and then and then we fight, 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 and then we go, all right, see you later, Sam, see you later, Ralph. Tell, 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 
See, I want to I wanna talk to good atheists. You're inconsistent. But you're, why? No, no, what what saying, do you no, think no. would be a good atheist then? I, uh, I'm still confused. Uh, Ernest Hemingway. Okay, er, I told Gene this before. Uh, Gene and I are from the same hometown. We both live about seven hours from here. Uh, Fucking love so we, Yeah, I like Gene too. He's a good guy. Uh, if, if good actually existed. Um, but uh, Ernest Hemingway was a good atheist because I love a quote he had. He said, life is a dirty trick. It's a short journey from nothingness to nothingness. Man's existence in this universe is no different than a colony of ants trapped on a burning log. Now, that's a great and beautiful statement by an atheist because that's true. That's consistent. And in the end, Ernest Hemingway shot himself. Now, I believe that if somebody will live atheism 100% with absolute consistency, then they will come to the conclusion, either one, that their life has no meaning. They're a meaningless sack of chemicals. They have no free will to do one thing or another because chemicals can't choose what to do. Uh, their life has no meaning. They're going to end fading to black, and the, eventually the sun will, will destroy the earth, and everything in. means I nothing. To say that, that I think my life is meaningless because I don't have a God is absolutely incorrect. I give my life meaning. That's pathetic. That's ridiculous. That's like, that's that like a... See, <laughs> see it's, 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 it's cute. It's kind of cute, but it's kind of like it's kind of like a pauper. Can you demonstrate it's, that there's yeah. objective It's kind of like it's kind of you're kind of like a pauper who takes some scrap paper and crayons and draws like million dollar bills and then says, "I'm rich, I'm I love, rich." I love it's kind of cute, I love your but it's kind of it's kind of pathetic. Uh, no, I want to make you a better atheist. To to say that you give your own life meaning, yeah. that's pathetic. No, you're, you're on value. a you're on a value. value. What is value? There's that says no that one thing is better than another. Is is sodium better than lead? Is titanium I don't you know, know. better I don't than know. calcium? If we're talking about the if, nutrients I eat, then sodium is way better than lead. Uh, how is and it what better? Compound I mean, lead? is hydrogen is hydrogen immoral? But like uh, silver morality, is moral. Morality is a comparison of an action against uh, uh, um, another action? Uh, no, I want better uh, atheists. Shelly, I've been, I've been really disappointed. I drove a long way to, I've been really disappointed with the atheists out here today. All right. All right. So, look, uh, I'll, be, I'll be straight up honest with you here. I think that I'm an atheist, and I think that I'm a better atheist than what he's giving me credit for here. So, so, why would you say that I'm wrong? Who are you? What, not believing in God? Yes. Um, well, does a painter have a... Does, does a painting have a painter? A painting would have a painter? Okay. Um, I mean, that... Just with logic. Well, okay, but so... So, how would we be able to determine then something, because I think that where you're going here is that we can see that a painting has a painter because it has uh, certain properties that we can assign to design, okay? So, if you think that everything has a design, well, it does. I mean, it's not, it's not, I mean, we are, even science confirms that this is a design. Come on, you know well, that. Well, I, I don't know that, right? Because I think because I think I think that the way that we determine that the painting well, is wait, 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 yeah. Let me unless you listen to Bill Nye, then he won't tell you that this is a Well, uh, I'm not even. So, I'm just being real, like you know, right? Right, there's right. Certain people that won't say this is a and then there is certain people that will say, of course. Right, but what? what yes, yeah, and, and, and I, I, mean, I am a person. Who I mean, would say, you look around, you got to say this is a design. I mean, come on, man. Well, I would your, say your body is designed. I mean, do you know how you have you ever done? Anatomy and physiology? Uh, oh, man. 
I mean, Look, you're, you're giving me way too much credit. I'm yeah. not that damn smart. All right. Well, I, I, I've done it because I'm an EMT. I'm EMT basic, and I also go for my paramedics. The human body is so complex. It's ridiculous. Right. Okay. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, you just, it, 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 it's really, it is. It's really foolish to think that this all just came about, you know, well, you have all this, per, this heart that beats on something just from nothing. If we say that, but if we say that the human body is designed, then what do we say about things that go wrong in the human body? Like, look at these, look at these, look at these. These are corrective lenses, right? Because the eyes that I have designed don't function properly, you know? So that seems to be an indication of a bad design. No, not necessarily. Um, again, when sin came into the world, we know that it wasn't supposed to be like this, um, but that Again, you probably don't hold to that view, um, but that's that's the explanation. Is you know, sin has corrupted everything, and so it's, it's a virus, just like what you said. That, but that seems that seems. And God does. Uh, he, he has sent curses on people and, and generations, uh, uh, families and generations, for them to have hereditary issues and things like that. But that that seems like blaming a victim. Does it feel like blaming a victim to you? What do you mean? Like. You ha I, like I have bad eyesight, right? Because of because of a sin that I did or a sin that someone else did, right? That seems that kind of idea seems to me like it's blaming a victim. That the reason that you have an affliction is because of a thing that you did. So, so, but you don't have a problem with blaming a victim that way. No, because no, Adam is, and Eve are to blame. Yeah. And, and, and they are victims as well. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. They, I guess they're victims in the sense of yes, they were cursed. And yeah, they. Yeah. Right. So, and the, so they're victims of God. Yeah. They're God's victims. Well, so I, I don't, I don't know. So I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, you're not. All right. You're so. I don't want to. I don't want to assume that you believe in an all-powerful, all-good God. But I'm going to kind of assume that way. Um, and it seems to me that an all-good, all-powerful God would then know how to and want to prevent that kind of Adam and Eve sin from happening. You're right. But Jesus came after Adam and Eve, right? So that's not prevention. Well, still, even even well, no, no but no, God, even before Jesus came. Uh, that's correct. Is there were certain men like Moses, uh, Noah? They lived righteous. They knew, you know. And so that's the whole thing. Is God has always been known. Look, my my, my point is like I'm a parent, right? Okay. And what I want to do is not tend my child's broken arm. My goal is to prevent the arm from being broken. You know what I'm saying? Because because that's that's what I think I should do. But in Jesus's example, it seems like. I'm going to let you break your arm. I'm going to let your arm be broken for, I don't know how many years. And then I'm going to come along and fix it. And that seems not kind. Well, again, then where, where does our kindness and our goodness, where are we establishing these morals that you're talking about? See, so, so I can reverse the role on you, and then, you know, we can go down this whole yeah. block where your worldview, then that we will ask, right, where does that come from? Where does, you know, good, what? evil, because you will admit, I know you'll admit there's evil. If you don't admit that, then you're really atheist. And, that, and then that's what we're actually trying to say is that, you know, if you really cling, don't be a lukewarm atheist. If you really cling to atheism, then nothing's good or evil, so we can just do everything and, and nothing matters. I mean, what? why? Says who, says who what matters? Says you. Says, says so, me. So on my own says us. 
So understand. So right? I'm my own. So now I'm my own moral compass. So, we, so I don't believe in the way you think, and I. So I'm gonna go out and do what I want to do. And right, if I need to go murder somebody or you know rape or whatever, then I'm gonna do it. And too bad what you think. I don't care what you and most society think. So that's my point. That's a real. Right. My but, opinion, a real and I and I think that you're. I think that you're on the right path here. I think you stop before we get to the full picture, right? Because I think that you have a moral compass. You have a moral yardstick. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? It came from. Oh, let, let, let me. Let me. Let me. You know, I, I can really explain this, right? All right. I think you have a moral yardstick. I think I have a moral yardstick. I think this gentleman over here has a moral yardstick. And I think that we all live in a in a society where our yardsticks come together in a uh, in a giant moral bundle of sticks, a moral faggot, if you like. Now, I've been waiting all day to say moral faggot to someone. Why, why, so, why do you want to say that? So, why do people say that word? Anyway, go ahead. So, be, be, because just like in any bundle of sticks, your morality is going to be influenced by those closest to you. My morality will be influenced by those closest to me. And when we come together in a society, right, then we, then our morals, as any bundle of sticks can be, become stronger than the sum of its parts. Not necessarily is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, and I'm saying that this is the way it works, that we do become better than the sum of our parts. I think that... I I think that in atheism, we can see things get better. And I think, I think in your particular view of Christianity, when we look at things, we see people come together and they get worse. How they, whoa, how, how does it get worse? I, I think I used to, wait, 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 let me, let me cut you off right there. No, go ahead. It, it, it gets uh, ten times better than anything uh, that's going on here. Um, I'm not living in sin. I'm not, you know, going out and getting drunk. I'm not living in debauchery. I'm not doing the temporary things I used to do to fulfill my satisfaction that didn't really fulfill me, and I kept chasing them. <laughs> I'm not gonna anyway. So Saturday. Yeah, it is Saturday, but um, and the, that, they're this, but we're having this conversation. Um, anyway, so my point is, is I'm not. You know, we all listen. Not just to, I guess, rebuttal what you're saying. Everyone has sin. You can't say you don't. But I don't live in a lifestyle of sin. You understand? I thought you were even avoid work on Saturday. The Lord died. He's the Lord of the Sabbath. That's what. But this is getting this is getting way further down. Ten commandments, and He doesn't care about violating. Of course I do. This is getting way further down the line. The Lord died for us to be able to rest in Him. So we're supposed to live the Sabbath every day, really. And so that's what we're out here doing. We're preaching to you, trying to compel you to come in, actually obeying the Lord, like most people. Warm Christmas do not do, but um, sadly. Uh, anyway, so going back to what we were so, saying, you, you wanted to give me your optimism for, for uh, the, the optimism that's in your world. Yeah. So, uh, well, you were just saying that you know, right? Things aren't better, and I'm saying yes, they are better. I could show you who I used to be, and and really, and, and so this is my point. And it's not that I made a change; it's the Lord helped me make a change. If it wasn't for the Lord, I would have never changed. So, so, and, and, and look, I don't want to make it sound like I don't want you to make your life better because I absolutely do, right? I, I am I better. Don't. And that's awesome, right? It's good stuff. But I think that from, from my
my perspective, right? There wasn't a God that helped you. You did it all yourself. And I think that. And I think that. I couldn't stop on my. And I. I used to box. Okay. So my point is, I'd be in the gym, I'd be boxing, and I would be saying to myself, I'm not going to drink anymore. You know, I'm going to. I can't do this. I'm messing up my boxing. I'm messing up my. All I want to do is go pro. And so that was my goal to try to quit doing the stuff, living in the world, the things I was doing, right? Just so I could be the best boxer I could be. Well, that wasn't working out. I kept driving by liquor stores and stuff. I'd give in. Somebody would call me. I'd give in. You know, temptation I just kept giving into. I couldn't break it on my own, man. No way. You can't. There's no way, shape, or how. I know. I tried. And I've seen other people try, and it just doesn't work. I've seen people trying to do the geographical, geographical cure, which means, you know, we say you live here, you move someplace else, try to get off the drug, and then you'll just get right back in the same stuff. Come on, man. So, I know. I know people. I know. I used to be in the world. I know what it's like. You can't. There's no convincing me otherwise. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Because the Lord has done, cleaned me up, He's washed me, He's cleansed me, He's sanctified me, gave me the Holy Spirit, and now I'm out here boldly proclaiming the Word because the Spirit gives utterance of what I'm doing. You know, I think that... Look, and they hate Jesus, man. People hate Jesus. That's really what it all comes down to. You know, uh... Well, I don't how, think how that do they hate... How do you hate the man that went to the cross willingly, didn't even, right, uh, you know, didn't okay. file back, laid down his life to take up for us while we were yet his enemies to be, right, uh, a sacrifice of sin, and people are going to say, and he's giving you a chance of eternal life. He's reaching out his hand for you, and people are saying, get your hand out of my face, I don't want you. That, to me, that is the most, the hurt, most hurtful thing, but you know what, that's just what... That's Look, where I, I, from, from my perspective, I can answer that for you. It's like a firefighter trying to save you from fire, and you say, I don't want it. Because we see that that firefighter was the guy who set the fire. See, that's the problem. You know, it's like... I don't I don't see how that is a problem. It no. looks to me like a perfect analogy, no, that, no, right. that Jesus is the firefighter okay. coming to save us so, from the fire he set. Well, no, you got to understand something, though. It's not actually he said it, it's actually Satan said it. And I don't think Satan made hell. Well, God made hell. Right, exactly. He, it's just like a kid and a child and your your father. Okay, same thing. Think about it. Okay. You're going to have consequences for your actions. Think about this. If I were to go through life, and listen, wait, just check this out. I'm I go through life, I rape all the women I want, I murder them. Okay. I, I rape kids, I do all this stuff. And I die, and, and I die, I die scot free and clean, clean, never get arrested for, get, get away with everything. Sure. There's no, there's, that's it. That's it? Yep. That's it. That's in, it. Your, in your worldview, yep. Look, no, I don't, that, that guy isn't going to get judged. There's no type of eternal fire for that guy. There's nothing. Does, does there does there have to be? Is it is it some sort of feeling yeah. of retribution that you satisfy um, with this idea? It's, it's not, because it's not I don't, me I don't satisfied. Need that. It's, it's the Lord satisfied because guess what? That person just did a whole bunch of unrighteous sick things. If you can't say that stuff unrighteous and sick and raping a little yeah. child, sure. okay, if that doesn't disturb you, then this is the problem with America. And, well, and world injustice. Well, and I'm, I'm not going to argue with you that raping children is bad, right? I mean, I'm not going to say that. What I'm going to say is that the consequences that you'll find, the only consequences that mean anything, are the ones that you actually experience in this life. So the Bible if you says, were to die, the wages of sin is death, okay? And the gift of God is eternal life. See, God commands all men everywhere to repent. And why I'm, I'm even turning this into Scripture is because... This okay. is this is what he said. This is what so you're you're trying to go against the, a holy righteous God, and 
just because, in your view, you don't think maybe some of the things he's done, you know, setting up hell and all this, isn't righteous or isn't holy or isn't right, okay. um, you know, is, is right. He's trying to save you from a fire that he set. Well, again, there has to be consequences to our actions. And the whole point of it, what it all comes back to, is he gave us free will. He gave us the, the will if you want to obey and the will to disobey. And listen, they used to, they mocked Noah in the flood. I mean, this is what you might not believe a flood came, but you know, again, there is scientific evidence that the flood came. There's, there's all that, but see, men will pervert it and they'll make you think, oh, well, that was just a flood just in these areas, not. Listen, man, if you. Do you think that. Do you think. Men, well, let me just ask okay. before you yeah. ask. Do you think men, as sinful as we are, okay, and maybe you'll use another word for it, but regardless, we do things all the time against the holy book. So. Especially without Christ, especially. I'm talking about, okay. No, I'm with you. So, my point is, do you think if men were just to write a Bible, they would write it righteously and have all this good and all this and wouldn't put in things like, right, uh, you can have all the sex you want and all this? Of course, they would, if man wrote that type of stuff, they would write it more like an evolution or something like that. That's where you get this stuff from. And, wait, and okay. on top of that, you wouldn't have people willingly being killed and burned at the stake, heads cut off, and all this stuff for the Lord. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to willingly die for something that's a lie. Well, you're I'm not going to live willingly die for something I'm that I'm not going to live for a lie either. You're not going mean, to live for something that you think is a lie, but don't you think you could be fooled? No. I mean, not I, I mean, I mean I could, maybe not you. Okay, maybe not you. Yeah. Maybe somebody else yeah, people can could be possibly yeah. be fooled, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that someone could possibly die for something that they think is true that is not actually true, yeah. right? And, and let's, we, we can move away from whether or not the gospel is truth or if God is truth or Jesus is truth, but I certainly think that it is absolutely possible for people to be fooled and for people to die for ideas that they think are true that are not actually true. Well, well this is the thing. God says if, if people have never heard about the Lord, all right, let's say like a Muslim in a different country or whatever, the Bible says if they've never heard about the Lord, didn't reject Him, the Lord's going to judge them according to their standards, okay? So they're going to come before the judgment seat of Christ, but it says according to what they knew, that's how he's so, so, so that's okay. the thing is, okay. God is no, I like this. Yes, this is no, Well, okay, this is, this was one of the things, this, this idea. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of, a lot of, one of the things that led me away from the Christian beliefs was this idea, exactly as you said, that people will be judged according to what they know. But that doesn't seem to, uh, that doesn't seem to exemplify an objective moral standard, does it? It seems to objectify a subjective moral standard, doesn't it? Wait, say, say it one more time. All right, so if I'm going to be judged by my own standards, because I've never heard of God, because I've never heard of Jesus, then it doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to lend to an objective moral standard. So it you seems mean it's subjective? So I, I mean, saying, it sounds subjective. Well, it sounds like it's my idea. Yeah, it, it's more like, because uh, subjective really means like opinion-based. And it's not, it's not opinion-based. No, I won't say subjective. I'll say it's what the Lord has said that if somebody uh, hadn't heard, but now if they have heard and they rejected, well, that's how they're going to be judged. Well, and, and so... And, and my, my next reject, question you can't then reject the hand that's trying to save you and think you're gonna still get in. You know? Well, okay, but 
you and I would both agree, I would think, that there are a lot of Christians who call themselves Christians yes. who aren't really Christians, right? Okay, I think we would they agree would, with they, that. Would, they, 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 they try to come against this because they don't know about going out and preaching the God. They, but, they're comfortable in the four corners of their building. And, and, and so right. don't you think, would, would those work? Cold, well, lukewarm at best, really cold. I don't know if you ever heard that. Well, you know, okay, but cold, would you say that those cold Christians yeah. would or be judged like the like the Muslim who's never heard of it? Well, lukewarm Christians are going to get bombed out of Jesus Christ's mouth. The Lord said, I'd rather you either hot or cold for me. He's saying, sure, yeah. he's saying either be in part, if you're going to be a hypocrite, no, go join the atheists and right, go do what you do with them and go live in debauchery and whatever. Or you really be on fire for me, do not be in the middle. But there's plenty of these guys, you know, Christians at these churches, which is what modern day Christian they call it. It's not Christian. It's, it's, it's churchianity, and it's, 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 uh, it's false. And yes, most churches are big business. It's hard to find. The true church is uh, is bread is people. There's no there's no church without people. Well, and, and a building is not a church. But, but do you think that these well, we people can meet up in a church? In a building. Well, yeah. Well, but, but my question is, do you think that these people who are not true Christians, do you think that they qualify as people who have heard the word or who have not heard the word? Because I think we would agree that they have not heard the word properly. Yeah, some of them have, and they reject. That's the whole point. Yes, many of them have. See, I can't. Listen, no, 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 yes, they have, because they have the Bible. See, it's not, even the Lord said this himself. He said, to whom much is given, which is, is everything we've been given, but including the Bible, he said, much will be required. It's your fault if you don't read that thing. If you, we have all free access to the Bible in America. When you go to China, you know, a lot of these other countries, they don't have it. They leap for joy when they get a, a couple, even one Bible, but let alone I've seen uh, when they had a box and everybody ran to them just to get the words of life. So that's what I mean. They, it's on them if they're lazy Christians to, well, they're not real Christians, but if they're lazy people to, to just go to a church, not open the Bible for themselves, not actually analyze if what their pastor is telling them is true. Yeah, that's their fault, man. They're going to be judged All right, look, I'd like, to, I'd like to keep this going, but, uh, yeah. Uh, this is getting way further down the line. The Lord died. All right. Okay. Awesome. Oh man. All right. So I'm having some technical difficulties tonight. You can probably hear that. Technical difficulties. That always happens when I haven't done a show in several months, and then I try to come back and try to actually do a thing because I am filled with technical difficulties. So thank you, everyone, so much for listening to the show, for being supportive of me and my family and what we're doing right now. And I really just want to just say thank you to everyone. Thank you so much to all the amazing awesome people that I got to meet at the Reason Rally. If you were hoping for a recording of the exchange that I had with the masturbation pastor, I'm afraid that I did not actually get a recording of that. But if you go to my Facebook page and you look at some of the pictures that I have of the Reason Rally, you will find a picture that I shared from DC for Jesus where I was telling the pastor who was yelling at people that masturbators go to hell. Uh, You can see a picture of me right after I told him that God gave us two hands so we could masturbate our buddy. So I want to thank everybody for joining me tonight. Again, take care of yourselves because God isn't here. We are. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. 
This podcast is the official podcast of atheists, humanists, and agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God isn't here. We are. Take care of yourselves.